0: okay boys hope you had a good day and that you enjoyed playing at your friend's house and now we're to the time of the story so tonight it's chapter eight in the shining hill with the goblin dog they went through the caves and passages again and were glad of their candle for there was no light anywhere but at last when their candle was almost burnt right down They were all feeling tired, and they came to a curious cave. The walls shone brightly and lighted up the way that they could see without their candle. Glittering stones sparkled in the walls of the cave and Mary, and Peter gazed at them in wonder. Surely they must be very precious stones. They went on through more and more caves, all lighted by the same shining in the walls The shining of hundreds of brilliant stones peter stopped and tried to get some of the stones out of the wall what do you want those for asked the peddler impatiently well i thought that they would make the lovely present for the lady Rosabelle, and if i can take some for my father he could sell them and become a rich man said peter busily pressing the stones from the walls he put a few dozen in his pockets, pleased with his find, if ever they got safely home, and, and how rich he would be. This is a wonderful place, said Mary, as they walked along, lighted by the glittering stones all around them. It must be the inside of the shining hill, said Popoff. It shines like this on the outside, too. But no one dares go near it, because the goblin dog lives there. He... He is such a fierce creature. Poor Fenella. I hope she isn't too unhappy, said Peter. They went on and on, and then suddenly they stopped. A dreadful noise came to their ears. It was like the barking and yelping of a hundred dogs. That's the goblin dog, said Popov. "He smelt us already. My goodness, we'd better be careful. How can we be careful? We've... Got to go on. We can't go back. It's true," said Popoff mournfully. He went on again, on tiptoe, peeping round corners carefully, as if to expect the dog to come running round at any moment. It was very frightening. At last they rounded a shining corner and came out into a huge cave, lighted from end to end by bly- brightly glittering stones, and there, in the middle of it, stood a great dog his eyes glittering like the stones, his big ears pricked up, and his long snake-like tail lashing to and fro like a cat's. He barked, and how he barked! It was really deafening. He showed his teeth, and the children gazed in horror. How could they hope to get Fenella away from such a fierce creature? "'Where is Fenella?' shouted Peter bravely. "'What do you What's that you to. What's that to do with you? growled the goblin dog, lashing his tail all the more. Fe- Peter looked around. There was no sign of Fenella. Where could she be? We want the Princess Fenella, he shouted to the dog. Tell us where she is at once. I shan't, I won't, barked the dog, and he showed his teeth again. Better not get him into a temper whispered Popoff who was feeling very nervous "Well well I must find out what has become of the princess" said Peter "You look after Mary" Popoff "I'm going to go show that dog that I mean what I say" without sh- showing the least signs of fear Peter walked straight up to the dog he was almost knocked down by the lashing tail but he folded his arms looked at the goblin dog straight in the eyes and yelled at him where is Fenella where you can't find her or sly one either said the dog angrily but aren't you guarding her for the sly one cried Peter in surprise never you mind what I'm doing said the dog if you don't turn around all of you and go back the way you've come I'll bite you he certain looked certainly looked as if he would but Peter didn't stir That made the dog angry, and he suddenly leapt at the small boy, who was knocked over before he could get out of the way. He shouted, and Popoff ran to the rescue, but the dog stood over him, growling. Then, to everyone's enormous surprise, a sweet, soft voice cried, Goblin Dog, what's all that noise? That's Fenella's voice, cried Peter. And that's Peter's voice, cried Fenella, and came scrambling through a hole in the cave, and In the cave wall came the little princess herself she flung herself um, she flung herself on Mary and Peter and cried tears of joy the goblin dog stood watching in amazement Oh goblin dog said Fenella reproachfully I do hope you didn't frighten my friends they have come to rescue me I'm sure I thought they were enemies mumbled the dog drooping his tail and ears looking thoroughly ashamed of himself i thought i was protecting you how did i know but what they might be friends of sly one they didn't say who they were peter stared in amazement wasn't the goblin dog keeping fenella a prisoner for sly one then i i don't understand said the boy fenella isn't the goblin dog keeping you a prisoner he was at first said fenella but I soon found out that he was a kind-hearted creature and we became friends then he said he would protect me if sly one came to fetch me isn't that right dear dog the great creature put out his tongue and licked the little princess gently i love vanilla he said in a yelping voice she is the only person who has ever been kind to me or hasn't thought me ugly sly one has always kept me here in these caves for he said i was too ugly to be seen outside so i grew fierce and lonely and hated everyone you're not ugly said Fenella, stroking his rough coat you're the dearest kindest beautifulest dog that ever was and i'd like to take you home with me and let you live in a lovely kennel in the palace yard the goblin dog lay down on his back and rolled over in delight Popoff and the children were too astonished to say a word no wonder the dog had been so fierce when he thought that they had come to take Fenella back to Sly One. Peter patted him. If you're Fenella's friend, you're ours too, he said. We all like dogs, especially a good, kind dog like you. Can you tell me how to get out of here without going back through the gnome's castle? Oh, do tell me all of your adventures, said Fenella, pulling at Peter's arm before the dog could say a word. Do tell me how you got here. "'Oh, it's too wonderful to see you all again. "'I have been so lonely and unhappy, First in the horrid gnomes' castle, "'and then down here in the caves. "'I really don't know what I would have done "'without my kind goblin dog.' "'The dog licked Fenella again, "'and then gambled happily around the cave. "'It was full of delight to have so many friends around it. "'Well, is there time to stop and tell our adventures?' "'said Peter doubtfully.' aren't we to try to escape while we can oh we've got the goblin dog to protect us now said vanilla come and see the little cave I've got all to myself here I was just going to have my tea you can all have some with me that would be lovely she scrambled through the hole in the cave wall once more and everyone followed her the goblin dog nearly got stuck in it for he was so big Um it was so big sorry i got uh, on the other side there was a cozy cave its walls were hung with red curtains a small bed stood on one side and a table and some stools were there a little stove was in one corner and a kettle was boiling there it was strange to have tea in a small cave in the heart of the shining mountain vanilla poured out the tea and put plenty of sugar into everyone's cup there was bread and butter and jam and a big fruit cake whilst they were eating, Peter and Mary and Popoff told Fenella and the dog all the adventures they had had, how the princess squealed when she heard how they escaped from the giants, how she opened her eyes when she listened to the tale of Peter climbing up the tower, helped by the ribbon rope, only to find the gnome in the room where she had hoped where he had hoped to find the little princess herself. I did tie my handkerchief to the window," said Fenella. I hoped if anyone came to rescue me, they would see it, flying there, and know that it was a signal. I suppose the gnome heard that you were on the way, and hid me here, then waited for you to come. That horrid thing! We didn't guess that you would make friends with the goblin dog, said Peter. We were dreadfully worried about you. How could I help making friends with him? said Fenella patting the dog on the head and giving him a very large slice of fruit cake, which he swallowed in one gulp. He's a pet. I like him too," said Mary. And the goblin dog hung out his tongue at her and panted with delight. He was very large. And he had very large, soft brown eyes. And though he was certainly strange and ugly dog, there was something very likable about him. Popoff wasn't quite sure of him but peter felt certain he was good-hearted animal who had only turned fierce and disagreeable because people had been unkind to him they were just finishing tea very happily together when the goblin dog suddenly leapt to his feet barked madly and lashed his tail about violently it hit the teapot and knocked it over so that it smashed to bits goblin dog what's the matter cried finella in astonishment look what you've done you've broken the teapot oh what a mess the goblin dog took no notice of Fenella at all. He went on barking as if he had gone quite mad. His tail swished more quickly than ever, and the children got hurriedly out of its way, for it was strong enough to knock them over. The dog growled and showed his teeth, his eyes gleaming, looking towards the hole through which the children had scrambled. Everyone began to feel frightened. Whatever happened to the dog? Is... is... Is it someone coming?" asked Popoff suddenly. "It's Sly one I can smell him," said the dog with a low fierce growl. Everyone was startled. Sly one He must have found a way to open the trapdoor and come down after all. What shall we do?" said Peter. "Dog, is there any way of getting out of this mountain except through the cave that leads to Slywan's tower?" "There's no other way," said the dog. "There is a deep sunk well" Uh, There is a deep sunk well not far from this cave. It goes right down from the house to the top of the mountain. So, too far below... What? Hold on. There's a deep sunk well not far from this cave. It goes right down from the house on the top of the mountain to far below where we stand now for water there is a hole that enters the well a good way above the water if we can get there one of us could get to the top he would let it, let down the bucket and take us up to the top one by one let's try that way then said Popoff eagerly he didn't want it all to face the gnome again come on then quickly said the dog sly one is a good way away yet he led the way through the winding passages as dark as night except for the glittering stones here and there in the rock they all went on hurrying as much as they could the dog went first peter last looking back every now and again to make sure that the gnome wasn't near here we are said the dog at last they all crowded around a small hole in the cave wall and peered through it far down below they could see the gleam gleam of icy black water. Above them rose the round walls of the good old well. By leaning right through the hole and looking upwards, Popoff could see a spot of daylight the top of the well. That made him feel most excited. If only he could get into the open air again. How are we going to get up? he he said. There's no way except by climbing. "'Couldn't you whistle for your little sparrow friend "'and let him fly up with another ribbon rope?' cried Peter. Popoff shook his head doubtfully. "'No, that's no good,' he said. "'I I used all of my good ribbon for the other rope, "'and I haven't nearly enough left now.' Fenella looked at the goblin dog's feet. She knew that he had sh- long, sharp claws, much more like a cat's than a dog's. She put her arm around his neck and spoke to him coaxingly. "'Goblin dog, you are very clever.' and you have claws like a cat couldn't you climb up the well yourself you're such a wonderful dog that I am sure you could do anything the goblin dog swelled with pride to hear Fenella speak to him like that and he shot out all his long curved claws and put his ears up I'll try princess dear he said and licked her little pink nose I would do anything in the world for you I'll try right to get right up to the top and then I'll let down the bucket for you and draw it up again he scrambled through the hole and began to climb the rough brick sides of the well the bricks were very rough and uneven and he found foothold easily enough but the bricks were old and his weight rested on them and some of them crumbled away and fell with a deep splash into the water far below the four left behind watched with beating hearts suppose the dog fell he would tumble far down to the water how would he get out more bricks fell every time bits came hurling down everyone thought the dog was falling too but fortunately he had twenty strong claws to climb with and he was quite fearless he didn't at all bother about what would happen if he fell he just went on climbing Soon he grew hot and tired, and Peter and the others could hear him panting and puffing as he struggled upwards towards the light. "'I hope he gets to the top before the gnome comes,' says Peter nervously. "'It wouldn't be very nice to have a gnome capturing us again without the dog to protect us.' Soon they couldn't hear anything of the dog, for he was so far up the well. Popoff leaned out into the well shaft and said that he couldn't see it. the spot of light at the top. The dog must be there.' Presently there came a clinking, clanking sound to everyone's delight. A big bucket came down the well. Popov caught it as it swung down its ropes and stopped it. The rope was tight from above, where the dog was holding it. He climbed He climbed quite safely and, and had let down the bucket. "'Good old dog!' said Fenella. "'I knew he'd do it!' I shall ha- certainly have him as a pet when I go home again. Come on now, said Popoff impatiently, to the to get out of this the dark heart of the mountain. Fenella and Mary first, there's room for both. The two girls climbed in and pulled on the rope. Immediately the bucket began to rise up. Up, up, up it went. The dog wound the handle of the well. Up, up, up at last it was at the top and there was the goblin dog beaming all over his ugly face at them you're a dear said fenella now let the bucket down again for the others down it went popoff and peter were impatiently waiting would it never come popoff heard a sound in the caves behind him and he listened the noise was of running feet panting breath it could only be the gnome looking for them his heart beat fast and he saw Peter had heard it too. They kept quiet as mice. Oh, if only the bucket would come in time! Nearer and nearer the sounds came. Popoff looked up the well. The bucket was coming down, thank goodness, but how slow it seemed to be. It arrived at last, and Popoff pushed Peter into it, and he was just climbing in himself when the gnome arrived, panting breathlessly, yelling for the goblin dog. Goblin dog, where are you? What have you done with Fenella? Goblin dog, come here! He caught sight of the hole in the cave and saw Popoff's scared face turned to him as he settled himself in the bucket. Pull, dog, pull! yelled Popoff, hoping to goodness that the dog would hear him. The bucket began to go up, swinging from side to side on the end of the rope. Sly one poked his head through the hole and stared in amazement up the well. He had no idea. Such a way of escape he could hardly believe his eyes. Then he began to shake his fist and shout angry things. Popoff, feeling safe, shouted back. This made the gnome so angry that he leaned too far through the well hole and fell down into the well. Down, down, down he went, and then splash he was in the icy water. Popoff laughed until he cried, but Peter was scared. Can he get out? he asked. Oh, yes, said Popoff, wiping his tears away. He can use some of the precious magic he knows. He'll do it quickly, too, for he'll want to be after us, no doubt. He will hope to catch us before we get Fenella safely home. Don't you worry your little head about him, Peter. The next chapter is Chapter 9 An Exciting Escape. Well, you guys, I hope you have a really good sleep and that you have a good day going to school tomorrow. I love you boys. Good night.